What up, what up, what up? This is your boy Demarcus Black with uh, Those Heathens Over There. Long time no record, long time no listen is what I'm going to say. Uh, so tonight, obviously, you got myself, Demarcus Black, and we also got... Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Vic Damone. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Hopefully, we can provide you a little bit of entertainment throughout your day. And yo, you got DBE in the house. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. All right. Now, we do not have Diana tonight, so hopefully we can get her on the next go-around. And if you are a constant and loyal fan, what I'm going to say next will not surprise you in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but we do not, I repeat, do not have T-Nice in the building, okay? So we will be rolling without him um, as well as Diana. Um, so we have kind of been off taking a hiatus. You know, life happens and we got things going on. Uh, but we want to start off with talking current events and the most current or at least one of the current events um, that we found interesting to speak on is the current um, cancellation or attempted cancellation of Dave Chappelle due to his most recent uh, Netflix special. So gentlemen, I'm, I'm pretty confident that we all sat down and, and, and watched it. So what, what, what are your thoughts? I actually watched it. So I watched it originally when it came out and then I actually listened to it again today um in bits and pieces as i was you know driving around and i thought i thought it was good i mean let's just start let's just start off there you know overall i think you know dave Chappelle is a genius um he knows how to you know bring light to current events through his you know his mastery which is comedy right and you know not a lot of people think that that's a gift but i think when he can you know kind of put whatever's out there in the world in in a you know in a comp from a comedy perspective i think it's awesome Vic, did you have anything different not definitely not anything different um i'm starting to go back and watch a lot of different dave Chappelle uh comedies for the fifth or sixth time and what i noticed out of his his most recent show is from start to finish, it is his statement and his argument towards why this whole cancel culture is garbage. Um, and it's to me, it's masterful because he has a, a well laid out argument and it it flows entirely throughout the entire show. And you're laughing the whole time. And if you don't really to me, if you don't really pay attention, you don't see he's arguing every point that's ever been made, you know, against his uh, his uh transgender phobia or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Yep. Okay. Okay. So that's, so that's, I guess that's what my question is, right? Like does, does comedy go too far? Is there a, is there a point where it can be construed as saying something or doing something that's too far? Now, when I watched it, which was probably like two weeks ago, I think I watched it like, like, like uh, DB said, I watched it as soon as it came out and I just thought it was, it was funny. Like, I just laughed and thought it was funny. Then, like, a week later, it's, like, in the news, you know, Dave Chappelle went too far with comedy, offends the, you know, um, uh, the LGBTQS community or what have you. And, and and it was just, in my mind, I'm like, dude, I sat there and watched this. And that for me, there was no, like, real cringe moments, right? And, and I say that because nine times out of ten, if you're in a room with someone and you know they're kind of like, on that borderline of being like inappropriate, like they may say or do something and you kind of just like cringe up like, Oh God, that's, that's, that's not good. Um, but I didn't, I didn't have any like cringe moments watching it. I thought everything was funny. I thought it was well researched. I thought it was well presented because again, he he's amazing at what he does. It's his profession. Um, but again, like you said, Vic, he addresses the fact that he's been saying something or saying things throughout his journey on Netflix and they're not being heard. There's like snippets of things that are saying, okay, well, this is what a, crit a critic said. And so now everyone's jumping on what the critic said, vices, looking at the, 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 the material themselves and making an honest argument and assessment. Now they're just going back and saying, well, he said, she said, and I, that's why I'm angry. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and if you go back to just, uh, in general, if you're a fan of Chappelle, um, I think the first thing, and and, you know, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if the Chappelle show was first or Killing Them Softly, but I remember watching him as far back as that, and I just, he's always addressed things in a manner that 
um, even even going to the Chappelle show, right, where he deliberately is talking about racism um, and how, you know, minorities or black people are viewed differently um, than, than, than white people. Right. And I don't I don't feel like the the uproaring that's happening now even happened then. Right. It was just like it was comedy. Ha ha. It's funny. Um, so I just don't see, and, and like you said, DeMarcus, I don't see where, you know, the cringy moment or something that's like, Ooh, he shouldn't have said that aside from the fact that, you know, um, the community has, has been lashing out at certain people, or I wouldn't even really say lashing out, but just kind of directing their comments when something is said about, um, they, and I just feel like, you know, I, I just feel like it's, it's kind of going too far. I just, I'm, I still look at why I have to accept somebody else and they don't have to accept me. Like, I think it's great that human beings are different and you get along with some people and you don't have to get along with everybody. Um, I don't have, I don't have a, uh, I don't have a problem, an issue, a concern with somebody else living their life, right? I may have an issue with their personality. I might have an issue with their their attitude or the way they they uh, treat people, but their choices like that's not an initial uh, showstopper for me as far as engaging someone in, in conversation or being somebody's friend. Um, and I like what what Dave said in his uh, when his show, and uh, he was referring to uh, his transgender friend, right? And she said, I'm having a, uh, what was it, like a life experience, right? A human, yeah, human, a human experience. A human experience. It was very, thing. very specific, right? Yeah, human experience. And I, I thought, like, that's that's the answer. Like, they're, they're, they're a human being, and they're going through their life the best way they know how. But I want the same acceptance and the same appreciation on the other side. If you don't like what I have to say, just don't listen. I don't think what Dave Chappelle is talking about inspires uh, hate speech. I don't think it it's a, it drives a uh, anti-transgender or anti-lesbian, anti-gay message, right? He's just saying like, I'm gonna make jokes, but you guys are putting out these messages against me, so I'm gonna fire back. Like, what? Where's the problem in that? Honestly, I mean, like you said, I don't I don't see one, and it's understanding that. Again, he's presenting something in a manner that is calculated, is research thought through, and not something he's doing for the first time. Like this is a conversation he's had uh, throughout the years on multiple um, Netflix specials, and he's just trying to. He it seems almost like he's just trying to find answers for himself as to why what he's presenting isn't being heard. Why why is it so quick to judge? And not so quick to to learn or listen. You know what I'm saying? And with that being said, like um, after I watched that, I watched it. I think I watched it twice. Um, there's also another special on Netflix. It's called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction with Dave Letterman. Um, he actually has Dave Chappelle on there, so I watched that as well to kind of get a different spin on you know what his thoughts were about his comedy and things like that. So it kind of addressed when he decided to quit doing the Dave Chappelle and uh, the Dave Chappelle show and why he decided to quit it. Um, which was a very interesting, very interesting reason, at least from what he presented. Um, and from what I took from it is that he is very conscious on his with his comedy. He is conscious or conscious about how he presents his jokes, how people perceive them, how they laugh or interact with them. And so my understanding from this episode thing was that he presented a skit that was supposed to be funny, but it was kind of race focused or focused around, you know, African-Americans. And he said that he didn't like the way a specific member of the audience was laughing. Like it was, they were laughing too hard uh, at a situation of, you know, someone um, who was African-American and he just felt, he, he pretty much said he felt wrong. Like he felt like it was wrong. So he just, at that time, he's just like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And I think that's, that's very interesting because if you're willing if you're willing to kind of like look at yourself and say, hey, I don't I don't feel comfortable with this and I'm willing to give up all this money and all this fame um, to 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 be able to sleep at night. Cool. Yeah. But then, but then to come back and be like, 
not only am I willing to give up everything and sleep easy at night, I want to point out that I care about these matters, these topics, but I want other people to as well. But when I say other people, there may be a group or groups that aren't seeing the topics. They're just hearing, you know, the buzzwords, if you will. Right. And, and that's what he's been saying the whole time. He's like, don't just listen or hear or see the buzzwords in the news and attack me. Like, listen to it all. Understand where I'm coming from, what I'm fighting for. Because again, like you said, that human factor is what he's trying to address. Not not being gay, not being straight, not being, you know, uh, uh, transsexual. He, he, he doesn't care about that. That's, those are maybe uh, wave tops, but the underlining issue that from what I see, and you correct me if I'm wrong, the underlining issue has always been racism 100%. and injustice. So what else you guys got on that? Yeah, when he, well, I mean, it's, it's just from that show, when he jumped out and said, I must be a feminist, you know, like, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah, he looked at the definition. Yeah, he, he's always brought a, why can't we just all be equal, you know, like an, an equality to the show that, that he puts out in so many different lights, you know, to show the different, uh, well, the differences in, and how things are going and, and, uh, how people are treated. And I think there's some people superficial. All they see is comedy and they laugh because they're like, ha ha. Yeah, it's funny. Cause it's true. And then there's other people that they can look at it and say, you know what? There's it's funny, but it is true. And there needs to be something done about it. And that's the, the more the look I take on this, uh, focus towards all these different communities He's able to make these jokes because these situations are around us, right? Like all the, all the, the comedian is doing is pulling life situations, putting a slight twist in it to, to offer you a different view of it, um, to, you know, to make it funny. Right. But it's still a real situation. You know, unfortunately, whatever that, uh, whatever Daphne was going through, she felt that she needed to take her life over it. You know, and then that's that's the human experience. She had a real situation and uh, felt like she didn't have the appropriate outlets. But the, I think that I, mean, I think the biggest problem for me when I when I watched it is that this is her community. Right. In theory, this that's her. That was her community. Right. To um, try to defend Dave's manner of comedy to that community and then to get or receive backlash for it um is is kind of like crazy like she's she is firsthand account of meeting this man knowing this man being friends with this man and seeing how he interacts and treats um you know um transgenders and everything like that and she is saying hey i don't believe any of the things you guys are saying about this man and not only do i not believe it i have firsthand account to say that he is the polar opposite of what you're saying. And they're just like, you're wrong. This, this, and this, look at this track record. And again, the track record is off of blurps or off of like snapshots of, of things that someone interpreted, not necessarily factual information, which is crazy to me. Right. Um, so that's about it, but we have a special guest. I will apologize ahead of time because I know we hate when I kind of throw a wrench in the, in the, in the, in the works, we got a special guest. We got G back. G uh, is here to hopefully talk about some stuff and shed some light and provide us that um, feminine or female perspective. Hey, what's hey, up, gentlemen, G? How, you how are you? Doing all right. Glad you're here. What's going so, on, G? Good to hear from you. Yeah. So I think uh, I don't know how much you've or if you even know what we're discussing. So we're talking about the Dave Chappelle, uh, the latest controversy with with the closer special that just aired a couple of weeks ago, and the, you know the the cancel culture or, or whatever it is that is being said out there about him and, you know, just kind of getting our collective thoughts or our individual thoughts and then just trying to shed some light on that. Understood. Um, yeah, I have some thoughts, plenty of thoughts on cancel culture and, you know, love and support Dave Chappelle through and through, um, especially with okay. the stance that he took. Um, you know, I don't know if the audience or all of you gentlemen watched the special through and through. Um, but one of the key takeaways for me was the 
beautiful ending of it. Um, and I, even the title was, it's just pure comedic genius. But the message came around full circle um, when he speaks to his friend who was a fellow comedian and a transgender woman um, who passed soon after a lot of the controversy. Um, and he said that she was not one of them referring to the transgender community, but that she was his friend. Um, yeah. Yeah. She was, she was part of his exactly. tribe. Um, and that to me was basically everything. I don't understand how in the message that he was relaying through comedy in basically bringing all people together, regardless of walk of life in laughter and that he would no longer even touch the topic of the LBGTQ community until everyone was at the table and ready to laugh. It was a beautifully done comedic special. Um, he's just, he's incredibly talented in how anyone can take what he did and basically for me, try to find offense in it is crazy, but I'm just one person. No, but I, I think that's what it's about is looking, looking for something to misconstrue or take, take out of context and develop a, a following behind it for how it was offensive and how it was cruel and hurtful. Um, you know, I think that's where a lot of it's come from. So I guess uh, with that being said, the idea of, of, of cancel culture, because we kind of briefly um, spoke about it. But what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I think it's I think it's crazy that we have people in the world with amazing talents, abilities and gifts. And if they say something wrong or someone or they rub someone the wrong way, you have people out there that are in theory protesting them to get them, you know, less publicity or less of a platform to speak on. But yet there are multiple other things in the world that are going on. Um, but we don't have as much of an outcry or a voice on that. But it's so easy to say celebrity, 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 uh, cancel. What are your thoughts? Um the cancel culture against celebrities to me is just an absolute joke. Um, why don't we try to cancel child pornography, pedophilia, rapist? Why don't we back things that, you know, we as a society are all fully against instead of some jokes or how someone dresses or how someone decides to showcase themselves there. It's to me, it is, a false anger that very, very rarely is backed by sacrifice. Um, but that's basically my biggest takeaway from cancel culture. It For me, it's for publicity and show, and it never really seems to have any grit to it. It's frustrating. I think all you have to do is say you're offended. Whatever it is, that offends me. And they shouldn't be able to do it. And that generates that that start. And when you have a platform that allows you a greater reach, um, your offenses are taken uh, taken differently, right? So you have a community with a few spokeswomen and men or transgender or whatever the, the flavor of the day is. Um, and as long as they're saying, oh, no, you can't do that. It offends me somebody's going to listen and somebody's going to buy into it uh, as opposed to just saying, I don't agree with that message. This is my message and letting it go. Like there's, there is not an equal view across the board. And I think that's, I mean, that's what's perfect and what makes, you know, everybody as an individual, you know, part of society, a part of the world, right? Like you have your own thoughts, you have, you know, if everyone thought the same, then how would the world really be? So the fact that we're able to, you know, have our own point of views and think about things a certain way is what's, you know, another beauty of life, in, in my opinion, you know? I would agree. Definitely, definitely, definitely. 
So and I, and I but also going back to the special, I like that he he kind of mentions that he kind of says that there have been other struggles, fights, or communities that have been offended by, um, assaulted by, or, or what have you for years, and they mention things and say, "Hey, I'm not okay with this. This isn't right." But yet, this other community's platform allows them to get almost instant. Um, addressing of their issues and some kind of um, satisfaction with them. Does that make sense? So I like that Dave Chappelle kind of mentioned that he's like, you, if you say something and you're a color, it gets no, like it gets no kind of attention or it takes decades or takes centuries, right? You say something and you're in this group of people, it immediately gets attention and it becomes a thing of importance to address because someone's feelings um, have been hurt. Right. So I thought that was interesting as well. So. When you um, just speak of that, when you're a particular color and your voice just has more weight on it or you have a particular status like celebrities and so their voice just has more weight to it, it hits the actual minority communities so hard, like cancel culture does. And it's infuriating. You're going to try to cancel a lot of women you cancel a lot of men of color um especially women of color it is crazy how it seems that those that have the most and biggest presence which tends to be white men and white women are the ones canceling and that community canceling the voices of so many minorities. It's insane to me. Absolutely insane. I mean, anybody got thoughts on that? I really, I really don't. Uh, only because to me, it's, it's, it's a viewpoint um, that some would say is beyond obvious and others are oblivious to it because they don't pay attention to it. Uh, I still make them I'm just all. like, I'm just, I, I don't even know when this whole cancel thing, cancel culture thing happened i don't i don't i can't remember when it first happened or who it first happened to right not that that's the most important thing to think about but again it's just it's it's weird because it it does seem to be aimed or focused at you know certain groups um and generally people who have a certain level of fame or influence right and it just for me it, it's it's weird because it's like when I look at someone's career, like I'm looking at someone's overall career, they've done this, this, and this, that was amazing and great, whatever they are, if they're singers, artists, movie stars, whatever, right? They have established themselves as someone uh, who is good or great at what they do. And then you have someone that comes along and says, oh, I'm offended by this that you said, or this that you did. You shouldn't be able to in, in essence, you shouldn't be able to do your job. You shouldn't be able to continue whatever your source of livelihood is because your source of livelihood or entertainment or whatever, it infringes on my emotions. Emotions. I want to make that clear. Emotions, right? It's, it's They're not physically assaulting you. They're not destroying or, or damaging any of your property. You are mostly saying that what you said or did or have shown has made me feel a certain way and that's not okay. Like that blows my mind that that's where we are now in society. Like I, I mean, we, yeah, I, I don't even know what else to say. I actually, I like the way you said it, right? Um, because, because your words made me change my feelings about myself. You can't do that. I'm mad. Right. Like an emotional reaction took place based off of your words. They hurt my feelings. And so now I want to try and take that away from you. Yeah, because that's exactly what it feels. That's exactly what it seems like looking looking at it. Like I, I don't have any other way to say it. That's that's crazy to me, man. Like so, like back in the day when we was calling these kids fat at school. I mean, I mean, at any point in time, ego could like go on me and try to cancel me. Hey, well, here's here and here's how he'll do it, right? That that same kid says, "Oh, well, they created an emotional distress." I now have eating disorders, mental disorders, uh, body dysmorphia. I have I have all these things because this one person said something to me when I was nine years old. 
Or he could have took the other route. And I don't know if y'all seen the movie CIA with Kevin Hart and The Rock. And when he sees him like 20 years later, he's like, oh, man, you look great. He's like, what'd you do? He's like, oh, I just worked out every day for the last 20 years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's you could put a positive spin on that. That's You could definitely put a positive spin on that. Then I feel like I'm not making fun of DBE enough. Yeah, because you, you called me last time we talked... You know, even though I still been hitting the gym and all that, you call me fat. And I'm like, man, I need to be hitting this shit harder now. But are you are you hitting it twice a day? I mean, it, what's that, your definition? So, so no, so you have me. So you ain't been hitting it twice a day. So I need to we need to go in harder. We need to go in harder. Cuz I cuz cuz I do one gym session in the morning, then I might be doing something a little later and you can consider it hitting it twice a day. My man getting his cardio oh, in. Okay, I, I mean, all right, sure. We'll take his word for it. Hey, but you did uh you made me think about something and I'm not going to get into any of the details of it, but we also, um, a lot of things have been coming out about people's past, right. And things that they did in the past. And, and I'm not here to judge if they're right or wrong. Um, but what I will put light on is we feel like, you know, if somebody says something 10, 15, 20 years ago, for example, no action, just said something and it kind of, and, and then it comes to light, you know, in, in 2021, we feel like this individual, you know, from what he said years ago, is it? It's not. It doesn't necessarily mean it's that person now in this day and age. Um, hey man, go tell that. And not saying that that, and not saying that that person can't apologize if, if that's what it takes. But hey, I can't take away what I did. I mean, hell, if you look hard enough, you'll find shit on me, right? And I'm a nobody, but you'll find shit on me that can be considered you know, probably not politically correct. Right. And I see it all the time. Like for y'all that have like Facebook or whatever, and you'll see your memories and you'll be like, damn, like, why the fuck would I even post that? You know what I mean? And I'm like, and, and, you know, I, I either, I make the decision right then and there, I'm going to either delete it, keep it, whatever, you know, if it's a post and I'm like, ah, that was stupid. You know, I was also like 21 or whatever. Uh, I don't know what was going on. I'm not as mature as I was now, 15 years later at 36. Um, and I feel like there's only more room for improvement as I get older. But, you know, to be held accountable for something that was done so long ago. Um, and and I will say with knowing that the person has changed, right? Because there are people that probably have done things years ago and they still act the same way, right? So I'm not I'm not vouching for those people. Yeah, what man, I, what you, I am vouching for- If you've done for, some shit and you ain't got caught and you ain't had to change, then it's not always necessary for you to turn. I, I guess, I guess, yeah, right? Tell but, that to the Raider organization. They just lost their coach. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Like I said, I wasn't going to use, at the end of the day, I do have my thoughts on that, but save that for a different time, maybe a little sidebar. But, I, but that's where it stems from. I feel like, you do something years ago, and if you've legitimately have changed and and you apologize for whatever the situation was, even so, I don't feel like I should be apologizing for it. But if he felt like, hey, the per- a person of my stature, I feel like I should address it and then move forward. Hey, so right? I agree. But I then, agree. you know. The, the big thing with okay. addressing it is addressing it and mo- and moving forward. The moving forward is the action to be better. And it's that that's key in them being better and actually just not, when you say before, not to be held accountable for things from 10 years ago, I don't fully agree with that. You should be held accountable for things that you do wrong. However, if you apologize for that and you've rightfully taken action to do better, know better, learn better, et cetera, the whole idea to cancel someone from a decade ago thought process or action, that's where I think as a society, this whole cancel culture thing is dead wrong. I'm I agree with, with That's all I'm gonna say. I agree with DB. Like I what, what is this expiration date? Like it feels <laughs> like it's not an expiration date. You could just come back. <laughs> hey, you remember 30 years ago you called me you know, stinky. Okay. Okay, cool. I called you stinky. I'm sorry, brother. Like, and, and the second part of that to, to G's point is I'm not a firm believer in apologizing. So if you ever receive an apology from me, I really, I really meant it because for me to say, I'm sorry, is just like, you stupid, you stupid right now. Like I'm not usually Yo, sorry. Uh, you know what? The times, the, the times the Marcus has apologized 
we're like, man, he must have really dug deep because I know, I know he must be fucking cringing right now. But to you're right, man. Like, hey. You're right. Look, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this story. Let me tell you this story real quick. Let me just tell you this story before you jump in, right? Because we talked about Hashtag like taking a, tangent kings. Yeah, take, taking a higher road, right? We talk about talk about taking a higher road, and, and Vic told me once ago it wasn't me taking a high road. It was me doing the right thing. I was talking to Diana the other day, and I said, "Listen, you need to calm down because I'm taking the high road right now." She told me the same thing. She said, "This is not the high road. This is just you doing the right thing." I said, "You people and your definition of the high road, you a little off right now." <laughs> Maybe it's your definition of the high road. Hey, you might be right. Hey, you might be right. Hey, just just like Dave, he he was not educated and he had to look up the definition of a feminist. Maybe you need to look in yourself and look up the deck the the textbook definition. No, I'm going over the, I'm going over my soul definition, all right? It's in my soul. <laughs> this is what my definition is. But look, but but also to that to that effect, like what you just said DBE is like things that you said like 20 years, 30 years ago. I'm sitting here sweating right now because I said something during this podcast that I just realized was wrong and I'm going to have to either edit it out or apologize for it because I've been saying I've been saying transsexual the whole time and then I realized once G came on she was like transgender I was like oh shit there's both things one is not wrong there's different definitions to both those things they tend to intermingle the entire it okay. is a lot within that you educate, community please? that's very difficult to navigate through. I have a cousin who's transgender, and I've just learned a hell of a lot ever since she became mm-hmm. him. Um, okay. So it's a lot. It's I swear it's a learning curve, but it's the effort that we're giving to learn and respect people. Yeah, I mean, we got to be careful, uh, man. We're we not trying to get the thoughts canceled. We literally just came back off of hiatus. We had canceled ourselves for a while. Hey, hey, G, I do have a question for you, though. Can you, can you please help me understand, or the, or the definition, or whatever, help me understand what, what's they? What's they? Oh, like a they. person that yeah. identifies as they? Um, Correct, yes. So from my understanding... A person that identifies as they, basically their gender that they feel day to day can change. Um, So they Mm, are plural of themselves. Um, This, when I speak about my family member that happens to be transgender, uh, that person goes by him because... Mm-hmm. That's who they identify as. Every day that they wake up in their body, they identify as a he, a him. I do have um, friends that identify as them. And ooh, I don't want to say this wrong. Say they, they kind of put She bought the account. She bought the account. They were born. Um, a woman, or a, they were born yeah. female, that, and once they came of age and identified who they decided to be, they are they. And mm-hmm. as I address that person, I've come to just use their birth name because that's how I've always known them, and they know my intention is never to offend them. I love them as who they are. Um, and so yeah. I just address them as their first name that they do go by professionally. Um, so it is hard navigating through, but I think at the end of the day, we as people as a society just need to be respectful and mindful, um, how my core beliefs have nothing to do with someone else's in order to just mm-hmm. treat them nicely. Like it, it's kindness isn't doesn't cost anything at all. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, and and that's how when I'm ever you know whenever I'm talking to anybody, right? I have I have zero problems, and I think Vic said this earlier on in the podcast, but it it's all about you know to me like if if I if I like you or not, it's it's really about how our interaction went or or whatever. It's not it's not because I looked at you and I said nah, I don't like that person. You so, know what I mean? Just based off. Based off of that. So this, if that was the case, then I would hate Demarcus. 
Whoa, calm down. God dang. <laughs> anyway, um, this kind of further justifies my normal greeting to people because it encompasses all things. So if I said, good morning, motherfucker, I'm good. I'm covering he, she, them, they, it. Like, I'm good. Good morning, motherfucker. Hello, motherfucker. Goodbye, motherfucker. See you later, motherfucker. Samuel like, And Samuel L. Jackson would be proud. And and that's what I'm That's what I'm trying to, to make him proud of. You know what I'm saying? But Vic, it felt like you had something yeah. to say. No, I did. I, I uh, As she was going through her explanation, I, I felt some kind of way about her having to make sure she said it right. And what I mean by that is, to my understanding, following the conversation, there was no ill will meant in any direction. I shouldn't have to sit here and try and figure out how to tiptoe around your feelings. If I say something that so, you don't appreciate, just let me know. So and, and I 100% agree. I, it felt super awkward. It took longer than it needed to. But I think, and this is my opinion, G can correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's more of because she cares that she's trying to do it. Like you can easily just do like call it or call people whatever you want to, but it's a, you, if you care, you Man, try. You're about, to get, you're about to get yourself canceled. Listen, have you met me? <laughs> have you met me? Your son said I'm angry all the time, so I can live with being canceled. Yo, but hey, gee, my son the other day, I'm sorry no, to, I, I cut you off, but my son, my son the other day, um, so the other day we, we attempted to record and uh, well, we were successful, but he goes, uh, I guess he came to try to talk to me and he didn't know that I was recording, but he can kind of hear me. So after I was done, he sees me and he goes, oh, I see them heathens are back in the lab, right? My son's 14. <laughs> and uh, and I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his immediate, ne- the, the thing he said immediately right after that was, was DeMarcus mad? <laughs> <laughs> He's never met DeMarcus, but he listens to our podcast. So <laughs> He automatically correlates him to just always being mad. Come on, well, man. You gotta I do better. Always I'm trying. I'm trying. Mad at all. I think I I think he's a really awesome person. I enjoy. I have known <laughs> I have known you G know, for over a decade. You don't know the real so. DeMarcus. Oh shit. She's seen man, a lot must... more than you have, brother. Okay. Oh, um okay. listen, I wanna Very I wanna well. apologize though. I wanna definitely apologize. I stepped on Vic and then everyone else stepped on me. So I'm sorry, Vic. Um I'm sorry. What 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 else? No, hey, you, you, you apologize, and and we just seven and a half minutes ago, you went over how heartfelt those apologies were. So I appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> my way. You mother, it comes full circle. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yo, that's the worst. I mean, that's the worst part about this shit. The worst part about this shit. I'll say or do something, and then you motherfuckers will be sitting there holding holding like a fucking uh, magnifying glass on it, and as soon as it comes up, they're like. Got this motherfucker. Hey man, remember when you said this two seconds ago? And I'm like, son of a bitch. No, that's not how I meant it. I was simply acknowledging know, the fact that you took the time to say it. Yeah, yeah. I know, brother. I appreciate it. No, but but all I was saying really is like if if the intent is not there to to hurt, to to shame, to degrade, then then let's get through it. And if you took it that way, just bring it up. Like if it matters that much to you, then afford me the opportunity to either say, yeah, that's exactly how I meant it and go fuck yourself. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about you. Or like, hey, that's not that's not what I was saying. This this is all I was trying to get across. Do you if 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 it bothers you that much, help me better understand a, a better way to convey that message. But yeah. as, as long as mm-hmm. we're just going to sit and say, nope, that's how I took it. I'm mad. I'm hurt. Uh, fire him. Like, where, where are we going to go? Because I feel the exact same way about you. I think the point for me, like when you said it took me a long time to explain, part of the reason why I take the time to explain is because for the particular individuals that I, I was speaking of, um, they have a lot of other mental health issues. And I never want to be the reason that someone struggles further. Now, if we're talking about day-to-day conversations with people that I don't know anywhere near as intimately, I'm a lot less, uh, I don't want to say concerned because I never want to purposely disrespect anybody, but it does become one of those things like if we're adults and we're talking, we're adults and we're talking. If you don't like what I say, please address me, let me know. And going forward in that conversation, I'll do my best to adhere to whatever title, name, et cetera, you want me to go by. 
I have no problems with that. When, when do we get to such a point where people didn't realize or people do not realize they don't have to listen to what I have to say? That's true. <laughs> I mean, I mean that was yeah, at the end of the day, you, awkward, the the day you make the choice. <laughs> that was super awkward because I was thinking, look, I was thinking about something else when I said that because I'm sitting here in my chair right now. I'm like, shit, I want to fucking cancel DBE's son. This motherfucker has been picking on me for day one. He said I'm always angry. He what's, what else he said? What else he said? He said, uh, I forget what else he said that one day. Damn, man. He I'm like, yeah, we need to cancel this little dude. This little dude. He picking out my words from some honestly. Like every time I say, hey, do you need me to be honest? He, he this dude is a killer. He's a sniper. Oh uh, no, he yeah, that's what it was. He says. He says, uh, every time you say he'll be like, oh, let me guess. Let me be honest. This <laughs> dude <laughs> a sniper. Yeah, I'm canceling that little motherfucker. He's getting canceled. Hey, get your, put your Nino yeah. Brown hat on. Cancel this bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I need a favor. I'm calling one in. Fine, fine, little, fine little DBE. That motherfucker's done. <laughs> Cancel him. Hey, hey, and you see what just happened right there, though, people? He says something, right? He, he basically cussed my son out. But did I get all outlandish about it? No. No, I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I it's okay. At the end of the day, like, why why can't we just like either be more accepting of like, all right, I'm gonna pay attention to this motherfucker or not. You know what I mean? Yep. Or he's being serious, he's not being serious. What whatever the case is, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I could somebody easily could have been like, Hey, you gonna stop fucking cussing at my goddamn son about that. Or talking <laughs> talking about my son like that, right? Yeah, exactly. I did it though. You know I, why? Because we just gonna cancel you. Ha. Oh sh- I mean, I hey, feel, that's all of us then. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad about not remembering who said this, but it was a quote, and and I liked it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it and let it roll, right? I probably said it. It was probably me. <laughs> you might have. You might have. But it goes like this. Hard times make hard men. Hard men make easy times and, or soft times, and soft times make soft men. I ain't never said uh, no shit like that. Fleece Johnson said that. Fleece Johnson? Are you, are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I must believe you. I was like, boo? I said, hey, did if, you say boo before us if, by if, us? If Fleece Johnson said that, it was probably <laughs> it was probably a before and after speech. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. oh, you know? Absolutely. Um, G, are you over there sitting, sitting there wondering to yourself, who is Fleece Johnson? No, no, I have no idea who Fleece Johnson oh, okay. is, but I was just in a row with it. <laughs> okay, Demarcus, Demarcus will uh, provide you Listen. with the with with all the information you need. You know, Abby, oh. he'll probably just send you a nice video, and you'll be like, "Oh, it's Lord, more precious than don't. water." <laughs> I have heard Listen. that statement made a little more eloquently as I was reading it, um, but essentially that was the gist of it. Having this conversation with other grown adults that don't get offended easily is easy for us because we all have tough skin. Unfortunately, that's not society, period. Um, There are a lot of people that just, they don't know how to just kind of go with the punches, roll with the flow, and dismiss what doesn't matter. Um, I've... I've said it so many times to the point of like just straight callousness. Um, and I apologize because the phrase is cruel and crude, but if you don't fuck me or you don't finance me, I don't give a shit. Um, hey man, there, there it is. Yes. She, she has said this multiple times to me and Preach. I'm like, Oh, okay. Preach. Good luck. That's it. it <laughs> what you eat don't make it. me shit. It's, it's yep. one of those, yep. but generally speaking, when I'm talking to people, they don't hold that same mentality. And knowing that, I try to speak to people and communicate with people where they're at. Because I'm good. I, mean, I guess, yeah, you're right. Like, tough skin is not everybody, you know. Um, but I often find myself in many situations where I can easily, you know, go off the handle. Um, so if you if you were ever see me, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, look, I look Latino. I'm, I'm Spanish, right? But immediately people that aren't Spanish or at least people that, you know, didn't grow up around me immediately like, Oh, like, and it's happened to me like throughout my whole life, like, or at least my adult life. Um, Oh, you Mexican. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with Mexican people at all, but I'm not Mexican. You know what I'm saying? So why? Jeez, Mexican. I am not Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) 
You see that? You know, that's what it, that's what happens. You get angry. See that? Yeah. I, I am his fan. Yeah. And, and I say, and no. I thought G was for Guadalupe. There's no mm. offense there. It's just that was not. That's not no. The, the, that's the, not that response story. sounded real offensive. <laughs> no, it's just. But yeah. Mexican people, Mexican you culture, get tired of it. where they're from, everything that they do. Yes, we are all under that Hispanic umbrella, but we are from different parts of the yeah. world. There's lots of things within our culture that are different. Um, so, yeah. no, I'm just the same way that I'm not going to claim to be like my husband who's German wouldn't claim to be Irish because that ain't where he's from. That's not where his namesake is. Correct. So why is it okay for someone to look at my skin just, and be like, oh, Mexican. Ah, no thanks. I just wanted, I just wanted, yeah. I just wanted an emotional and passionate response <laughs> to that. So I like, I'm going to throw this out there and see. She was like, instantly, I'm not Mexican. I was like, oh shit, okay, well. You know, you know what's fucked up though? But then, right, when, if, if it's somebody that I talk to, you know, um, I guess on a frequent basis, but whenever I say, hey, you know, the first, first time, like, I don't let it, it's not like I let it slide or anything, but I'm like, hey man, I ain't Mexican, you know? And, but then I'll be like, then when they find out or I tell them that I'm Colombian, right? It's like, oh, so you got that cocaine then. And I'll be like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, why can't it be like, hey, hey, you got that good coffee? You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, brother, don't nobody, don't nobody want no coffee. They, they want, want that, that cocoa. They want that cocoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it and then it's just like, fuck, man. And but you know, again, tough skin, right? Just nature of of my of our profession. And it's just like whatever, you know, but I also do believe, and I've seen it, like people legitimately don't know that like Caribbean people and like South American people exist. They just feel like if you Spanish or it's not even politically correct, if you're Spanish, you're from Spain, right? I thought but, if you, like, I thought if you were south of Texas, you were Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? Right? And but there's people that legitimately think like that and just aren't educated. Yeah, and you know, every now and then I try to educate them and let them know what it is, but and, it always goes, and, it always goes the wrong way. Yeah, and I'll be, I thought for the longest time he was Puerto Rican. God damn, people see, love to stay see? in their ignorance through and through, especially when yeah. it comes to other people's culture. Yeah, buddy, yeah. you're right. Like I, like I would look at Demarcus, and I legitimately thought he was from Uganda, but I was wrong. You know, I, yeah, I lost my accent a long time ago. You know. Yeah, see, it kind of came back a little bit. But yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't say nothing. Um, Vic is obviously from a different planet with, you know, <laughs> if, because he's a fucking, I don't even know how to explain him, but he kind of looks like The Rock, all right? If, I got to be from another planet? Yeah, yeah that's, that's messed up, because the rock, the rock is from Earth, and you say he's <laughs> like The Rock, so why is he from a different planet, but The Rock is cool? So you I, all fucked you know up. What? So I guess I do need to get my coffee from you. Yeah. <laughs> I got that good stuff. You know what I mean? Be a damn alien. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I, I remember I remember I was doing some some paperwork for a background check, man. And they they legitimately like and this is somebody that didn't they're like, oh, you Colombian. I'm like, oh, we need to make sure we really look into your shit. What the bitch? What the fuck that's supposed to mean? I mean, you know what it means. You know what it, that's fucked up. You know what man. It, you see, no, it's not because you know what it meant when they said it. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, that's so kind of true. If you knew what they meant, then how's that fucked up? You accepted that. Well, when every time I look at white people, I don't think they fucking you know every single one of them is racist as fuck because they're not. Exactly, one hundred percent. But there are, but but there are people that look at white people and automatically, until they get to know them, assume that they're racist as fuck. That's stupid too. Hey, but that's that's the life. What do they say? Right? Assumptions so make look, an ass out of you and me. Oh man, here we go. I mean, it's, so listen, this <laughs> this is a side note. This is a hard side note. Um, I didn't remember who Fleece Johnson was, so I just had to Google it while y'all were talking about. Are stuff. you serious? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I knew who he was. I knew who he was, but then I didn't remember I didn't until I Googled. I had to Google it. Damn it. <laughs> Man, you over here laughing and shit with us, fucking faking it till you make it. Hey, brother, look, I gotta keep the show rolling. You know what I'm saying? I gotta keep the show rolling. I can't stop off like being awkward. So I hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute, DB. This motherfucker, this motherfucker, personally and professionally, be faking it. Did you assume his his knowledge base based off his laughter? Did you assume that? No, I think it was off of my color of my skin. Oh, that feels a little wrong. That feels feels wrong. wrong. 
I don't know if DDE we should allow that. Cancel. He's a racist. Cancel. 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 Cancel him. Put a stamp on it. Yep. That Puerto Rican motherfucker is canceled. I just Fleece Johnson and oh <laughs> <laughs> Because I told her to. See, she's there now. She's yeah, there. the worst. I love it. The booty warrior. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yo, oh my god. Yo, G, you need to watch this interview, man. It'll it, it's disturbing yet hilarious at the same time. Comical. He literally Comical. He's like, man, he said it, booty is more important than water in jail, man. I'm like, this, this is insane. <laughs> I'm, oh my your god! Name, your name is Chris Hansen, but but I'm gonna call you Chris Handsome. God damn it! <laughs> Y'all stupid. All right, so all right. I will say this: some of the like little quotes that I'm reading for him, from him that this booty warrior has given, are actually pretty. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's pretty legit. I somewhat like the mindset the mindset that he has of do it the easy way, do it the hard way. The choice is yours. You got. I have to admire the confidence. He. he well, he's, that's not a confidence. Well, that is a fact. He's talking about raping a man, right? <laughs> he's, he's talking okay. about taking man's okay. butt. You know. All right. Okay. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a pull this back in. I'm gonna pull this back in. Um, because we have been going over over thirty minutes, and we have probably said multiple offensive things to multiple people. Um, so we gonna stop. Uh, with that being said, I want to appreciate and thank G for doing this literally last minute um, recording with us. Uh, appreciate, appreciate it, G. Thank you for thank having you. me anytime. Appreciate right, it. And this is, this is Demarcus Black signing out with uh, those heathens over there. It is Victor Moan. Thanks for spending some time with us. Appreciate you uh, tuning in and hopefully you got a few insightful thoughts and a couple laughs out of the show. Hey, this is DBE. I appreciate y'all and, you know, just stay positive. All right, G, you could do your closing statement too. You part of the family. Um, thanks for listening. He's <laughs> <laughs> right. like, damn, hey, y'all put me on the spot look, again, motherfucker. Well, G, shit. that was the hard way, G. That was the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good night, and I'm shutting it down. <laughs>